two, three, four. Farm Sanctuary. You can't tell me what I'm supposed to do. I am so proud of my brother, my big brother. Not that I have a little brother that I know of. You do. <laughs> Patrice is my mom. She was a scamp. Uh, no, nah, I'm really proud of my uh, my brother. You're a pretty talented guy. And he hangs out with talented people. Yeah. That takes talent. Yeah. <laughs> He's not very talented at all. He just hangs out with really talented people. <laughs> He's awful at playing music. He just hangs out with them. Take some credit. But, um... Anyway, so we're bringing in the new year. No, we already brought in the new year. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. So I think the first one... Oh, we did have capital. Ah, shit. We don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> I completely forgot that we've done all the major news. Um, no, we got other stuff to obviously talk about. Always got stuff to talk about. Are we good right into Tool Talk? No. Tractor talk. No. Truck talk. No. no, 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 no. Okay, you talk about what you got to talk about. Okay. Um, I had an anxiety attack the other day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important to talk about, actually, because it was very, very much sanctuary related. Um, yeah, that's true. I was... Um, Let me get myself situated here. Yeah, I, I, I do. I am prone to anxious... Anxiety, anxiety, depression, yeah. all that kind of stuff, and I've well, they, gotten yeah, a good handle on it. But you know, it's just one of those realities oh. of life of Alyssa, and it's nothing that I'm ashamed of. It just is what it is, and I got to deal with it. But um, yeah, last week I had, and and it was also just um, other things of work related of my normal my my paying job. Um, just have I I run. I, I'm sure we've mentioned on here. I'm a hairdresser. I run my own business and just um, trying to make everybody happy can weigh on you a lot. And then also on top of that, um, taking care of the animals. And um, I had gotten, um, I was getting ready for work that morning and we had thankfully some volunteers uh, feeding everybody in the morning. So I was able to kind of work on stuff in the house and I got a text from one of our volunteers of just little things that were, you know, oh, hey, I noticed that, you know, this there was a <laughs> willow, one of our baby goats uh, 
had figured out how to use some of our quarantine kennels as a stepping stool into the chicken area. Um, so, you know, having to figure out that and um, just little like, hey, I saw this, I saw this, you know, blah, 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 blah just mm-hmm. little updates. And <clears throat> I may have thrown my phone across the room and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a, a little, hard... Had a little meltdown. Thankfully, Brandon was there. He was able to take over, take uh, take over all the little um, stuff in the barn that was needing to be fixed right away, um, and everything was fine. Um, I actually ended up canceling my uh, first couple clients of the day just to kind of give myself some uh, a mental health reset. Um, but I think it's really common for sanctuary owners to have uh, business those, owners, even which business is owners, business. And, um, but yeah, but having you know, I think there's like a heightened sense with when you're caring for animals, um, especially animals that could be sick, uh, that your your emotions can run high, and it's it's so important. I remember Jeannie Lord telling us to who is uh, she's a wildlife rehabber. Yeah, we haven't talked about Jeannie in a while. Yeah, I know we've mentioned her in the past. She runs Pineview Wildlife, um, and she's an amazing woman. She was a huge for decades and decades. She was a huge inspiration. We'll talk about her. um, Tell can kind of tell my story again because it's been you know a year or so since we talked about her. Probably more than that, two two years probably. Yeah, yeah, she's she's awesome. And one thing that she had said to us was. you know, a couple things, just learn how to say no, which was one of our first biggest bits of advice, um, mostly with animal intake. Just do not, you're not doing any animal a favor if you're taking on more than you can yeah. handle. Um, yeah. And also take time at least once a week for yourself. Um, for our, ourselves. For ourselves. For yeah, our for, marriage. For our marriage. For But if you're single doing this for yourself, just for non sanctuary non-rescue not anything else but just have a little bit of time every week to be selfish and think about yourself um and your family because and she said even if that's just having a glass of wine with each other every uh, every sunday you know and that's just your little time to decompress it's so important and it is easy to skip those things and to constantly be trying to help others i've been also trying to just not feel the need to be glued to my phone all the time because again I get and you are just I know I'm having like a therapy session right now uh, um, yeah <laughs> jumping from one to the next like, I'm supposed to let the interviewer ask questions no I'm the interviewer and, and interviewee <laughs> I'm my own show um but uh um and what was I saying? Oh, um, I can tell you because I'm writing it all down for our show notes, which I don't do a very good <laughs> job of anymore because I've gotten lazy about it. But uh, all right, well, let's, oh, let's yeah, okay, yeah, well, just, all right, let's just go back to the sure let's go back I'm, to the first thing here. Okay, okay. So anxiety and depression it affects about thirty percent, you know, of the of the population, uh, according to Anxiety and Depression Association of America. Um, I've been researching while I've been blabbering. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you weren't listening to anything I was saying. <laughs> I never do. Which lends itself uh, to adding to the anxiety and depression. It's, uh, it's I'm mutual. sorry, what? It's fine. <laughs> um, but it's uh, it says 18.1% of the population every year have anxiety disorders, um, yet most of them, 40% go... Um, uh, treated, which is really sad. 
go untreated? Uh, no, 60% go untreated. But oh, that's just anxiety. That's you know, yeah. depression uh, suffers about, affects about 10%. So you've okay. got, you know, some overlying, but let's just say it's a large amount. It's a lot of people and it's a lot and it's something. And keep in mind, this statistic is, well, I'm not going to go too far into it, but this is, this it can't be from, I wouldn't think it's from 2000, you know, 20. It's probably from 2018 or so. True. By the time, you know, but, um, yeah, I've got, I've got, uh, not so much. I do suffer a little bit from depression. I used to be on medication for anxiety, but for I get, sure. I get mega anxiety and it's, um, it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting, if you step back and look at the whole picture, it's an interesting and really sad thing that, you know, we, the, the world, mainly, mostly, the U.S. puts very little stock in healthcare. Mm-hmm. In treating mental health, you have to pay for your healthcare here. You have to pay for uh, to you have to. It's like a a, a membership club. Mm-hmm. You know, remember Blockbuster Video, <laughs> and you get a discount if you're a monthly member for you know whatever it was. But it's so stupid that you have to pay this monthly membership, which is for just the two of us, 500 bucks a month. Then you have to hit, you know, what we call our deductible, which mm-hmm. we agree on is 7,500 per person per year. Yeah. And um, so even if you hit that 7,500, you still have to pay $500 a month right? just to retain the benefits of being able to go to the doctor for free at that point. Not everything is guaranteed to be covered. Most things, now we're on... Um, Med- Medicaid, Medicare, Badger Care, which Badger is Care. A it's a, a horrible, government, it's, yeah, government health care. We did have to pick, uh, they call it an HMO, which it's so stupid, but there's 10 companies that agreed, 10 insurance companies that said, Wisconsin, we're going to provide low income housing people, right? Or po- poverty people, whatever poverty you want to say. Level, yeah, yeah. With health care. Some of them do really good dentist work. And don't provide anything for mental illness. Some of them will provide some mental illness and, and I still some don't dental. Really fully understand what we got ourselves in. I mean, we we, we got the, the HMO. We we got which actually, is they're supposed to be the the best rated, but they still. Yeah, I'm happy with our choice. Yeah, they I don't. don't it, um, virtually nothing for mental health. Yeah. Our uh, therapist that I've been going to since I was 12. So that goes to show you <laughs> where I've been. Um, he does not take any HMO plans or government yeah, health care. It's, it's really difficult for private practices to be able to accept it because there's, I mean, and I know just getting us on that insurance took forever and we're still looking for other like assistant means um, with like our, our electric energy bill, bill and, like and yeah. Um, and, and just cause frankly COVID really sucks and it really, you know, it's, it's hurt our, finances but we're doing okay we're doing okay and thank you to everybody that is yeah. going to the sanctuary so, um, but um yeah it takes forever and then if you have a hundred if you have 10 patients that have that i get it that it's like when you're running your own business and you don't have any employees and you're doing everything yourself and having to submit everything to billing you have to call on certain days and yeah you can only talk no to it's this dumb per- it's can it's you so can, can you pull your pop you, filter 
yeah. complaining about my no, sound. Your pop filter. Thank you. Pull it. It was touching your microphone. Oh. So it wasn't. There you go. Uh, yeah. Give me a P. Give me a hard P. <laughs> okay. P, P, P. Much better. Without the pop filter. P, P, P. It's a huge, huge difference. Okay. So the, um, it, it is, it is definitely lacking and even one step further. So the healthcare system sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, grass is always greener on the other side, but the healthcare system in America sucks. Yeah. Mental healthcare in America, I would say is non-existent for people that don't have the me- financial means. I know that there are programs out there cause I know people personally right. that have, but it sucks because You'll, you know, I know one person, for example, and what, you know, this person has told me about, you know, finding they they're reliant on student therapists, essentially. Yes. And then once you get a relationship with this person that you're, you know, you, you, and then it's, it, it takes yeah. years to develop those relationships and they only have them for a couple of months. But you do then, have to start your practice somewhere. So why not start off where the government's at least going to give you something? Well, and it's great for as the, a therapist. For the, for the well, and and for these, they're like literally still in school. Yeah. So they're, this is just like part of what they need it's, to graduate. There's but, a couple websites then, out there too that, that I know are really becoming more and more popular where you can get a hold of a therapist and you can meet a therapist. And, I've you know, like that, we, yeah. we did, like more virtual. we've had a lot of discussion with our therapist on empathy in the vegan world. And I mean, God, we've talked for it's got to be over a hundred hours about, you know, veganism and he's not a vegan. And he's an, I don't even think he's a vegetarian. And, you know, you question the empathy and we talk so heavily about, you know, well, does that bother you? That And, but on some websites, you can actually search for a vegan therapist, somebody yeah, who I've is actually even seen on our, uh, I know you're not really on social media, but not on, really on not, social media. You technically have an account. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> But uh, on the Milwaukee Area Vegans Facebook page, I've seen a couple times people That's uh, cool. posting, asking, hey, does anybody... Actually, one of our volunteers, Amy uh, Geyser, is a vegan therapist. So anybody out there that <laughs> You're needs- going to call her out. She was looking for a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm you give her, her first business. and last name. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying to drum up business yeah. for her. If we ever lost, uh, lost our, left our therapist... I think I would want to... Yeah, I think for sure we would go to her. human and... Yeah. Um, yeah, it's nice knowing that she has that same core value as ours. So then going from the lack of healthcare to the almost non-existent mental health care, you get into um, a slippery slope because now you've got people that are self-diagnosing, yeah, self-treating, yeah, um, self-treating with opioids, mm-hmm. uh, alcohol. Like I said, the the this goes for physical healthcare too. I mean, at $500 a month plus $7,500 per person, 15 grand per year, plus $500 a month times 12, let's do six grand plus 7,500 plus 7,500. Here was $21,000 a year. We'd have to come up with just to not go into bankruptcy. If we both went to the doctor and hit our deductible, if we, you know, something happened on the farm and we both got hurt something like that. Right. So you've got people that are now saying, well, I can't afford my illness. So I'm going to self-diagnose with opioids. You get illegitimate drugs. You get hooked on drugs. Mm -hmm. When I got 
uh, started getting treatment for my CRPS, you know, what they've nicknamed the suicide disease, the right before COVID, weeks before COVID. A week before. So I would well, say, I guess, yeah, weeks before these probably two, three weeks into COVID. <laughs> Wait for you. Good morning, buddy. Wait for you. You got to talk about the. Yeah, talk the about issues. Crises right, in America today. All right, bud. What do you have to say? Keep it short and sweet. Nobody likes to blab about. What? Sword. 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 What do you say? Do you have to go? <laughs> do you have to fart? Sword. Fart. Sword. 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 <laughs> Why are you talking about your sword? Do that. He papa do that. Do what? Hold on. You be papa. Papa be microphone. Papa be the microphone. I should be the microphone. Okay, I'll pretend to be the microphone while we bore people. <laughs> I'm sure everyone's really All excited right. to listen to our toddler. Yeah. Now he's going for the buttons. So I'm just oh, going to, we'll, we'll pause it here. But we'll, uh, yeah, this is a, it's a good discussion. Yeah, so it is. So we'll, we'll revisit right. it on another day. <laughs> Wait for me. <laughs> can you say goodbye to everybody? Bye. Oh, Wait. very nice. You can hear yourself. Okay, say it again. Bye. Bye. Can you blow them a kiss? Oh, very That's nice. So nice. Okay. So we are this is our third third attempt. Second like one. A week or two yeah. later. <laughs> we 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 got it going. And then Harry came down right as we're like, okay, I remember we were talking about this. Mm-hmm. I got my show notes. We're just kind of blabbering away. Anyway, so um and I do love that. Harry, what what are you doing? What kind of you're making like a face like you just picked up a pile what are you of poop? Well, what else am I talking to? Drink. There was like a a dot in my drink. <laughs> so you make a face like that? Oh, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what kind of dot it is. So um I love that we have Harry come down. Oh, I know why it's quiet, because I've got my earmuffs over my hoodie. Oh, Anyway, I couldn't figure out why my earmuffs are so quiet. But I love that here he comes down and he gets to star on the podcast and bore everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes. We think he's just darling. And if you don't like it, then get your own damn farm. So nope. we were talking about anxiety and depression. And um, mm-hmm. I, I tried to look back exactly. You know, I, I know I was talking about CRPS and everything mm-hmm. like that, but I think where I was going uh, with it was, and again, that's from the 18th and today's the 21st. It is the 1st of February. 1st of February. But, uh, (laughs) excuse me, um, where I believe I was leading towards that was that, you know, it, it goes so untreated and you're left with, a thing like CRPS, which is very physical and extremely emotional. You know, that's why they call it the suicide disease. It's, it's like beyond draining. It's just beyond draining. And um, there's no help. Their solution was to give me a prescription for 900 oxycotton, mm-hmm. oxycodone. 
oxycontin, whatever. Good luck after that. Yeah, and um, it was disgusting. It's like there's no, okay, we're going to do this, but, you know, we do require that you meet with a substance abuse counselor. We a physical or a uh, an emotional therapist, somebody that's going to be having your hand through this. Or like even just monitoring, you know, giving you a call every couple of days. How are nope. you doing? How are you feeling? That's Any- a pandemic. They don't want to get sick through their telephones, apparently. Yeah. But it's, it is super frustrating. Yeah. It's super, hey, super. I'm a weekend at being on Zoloft again, so that's good. Yeah. And that's kind of, um, that's kind of where I was you know, looking to make a happy thing out of this. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, you ended up, because it started with, you went into a very long rant about mm-hmm. depression, anxiety, and then a bunch of other stuff that I wrote down we'll jump back to. And um, it's hard. You know, the the website that I'm creating for the medicinal aspects of different herbs, uh, it's so frustrating because I read one this morning that said... Uh, um, on some random stupid magazine website, basically saying that cannabis is uh, highly addictive. And while it can treat anxiety, because what I'm trying to do some research on are, are how anti-anxiety medications actually work mm-hmm. and um, different natural things that can, can help you with that possibly. And it's so frustrating to hear somebody say that that yeah the bad of all things would be addicting and then i'm thinking to myself how addicting because she was saying that it's addicting to feel that that you're feeling good which i remember in high school a good friend of mine got um he got really into cannabis and i was really against it and it was in the 90s and you know I, i was really upset with him about it and um I remember saying like, oh, he's addicted to like always feeling that way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not an addictive chemical like alcohol or, right. you know, other really harmful drugs. And it's like, wait, so you're, do you not go on a roller coaster ever again because you well, like right. the if, way it, it feels? Be an addic- like you, you can obsess about that feeling or you can always, you know, yeah. Like, or have a hard time coping with not being high but um but yeah and especially when a lot of people use it medicinally they're not even really feeling the the psychoactive effects or if they are it's very little so it's not like they're taking it because they're needing their fix they're not going through withdrawals when they're not taking it another thing that she had cited was that oftentimes it can increase your anxiety and it's frustrating because some can't absolutely I mean, when I was a, that's absolutely why when I was in my 20s I stopped because I was just getting more and more paranoid every time I and that's totally true and here's recreationally right and here's the the frustrating thing is a in my opinion this person is is not a scientist I am not a scientist but you have to be able to look at the evidence and say Okay, let's let's see why wasn't why did anxiety increase for these people? Oh, because it only happened to three people. Well, that's not a study. Oh, because they used one that was heavily based, really, really high THC. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get messed up. That's like taking a, you know, saying a glass of wine is fine. But um, when I drink a glass of Johnny Walker, I get really drunk. It's well, okay. Well, so it's yeah, not the same. A stronger dose of right. the same volume. So it's super, super frustrating yeah. To hear illegitimate science well, and, and even be from just yeah, illegitimate just regurgitation when you're not putting on that critical thinking hat. Because you're right, somebody did get overly anxious, and I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But you can't say that all herbs, yeah. all well, natural it, medicines it, it should be something that should this that's why it should be more of a, a legal thing. So people can go to their doctor and ask Absolutely. them like, what I'm, I'm having a lot of anxiety. I'm interested in using cannabis to treat that. How do I go about doing that? Like if you, if you went, if I went to the doctor today and did that, he'd be like, I can't give but, you that information. And even, and even that I'll go mm-hmm. one step further. They prescribe you that there are a few different strains from what I understand. It's super, super hard to get information about this. Mm-hmm. There are a few strands that you can grow for doctors to use. You know, you can be like a, a legitimate cannabis, medicinal cannabis grower for the for the pharmaceutical industry, mm-hmm. I guess you'd say. But I'm so confused on what strains do they use. I don't know. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's where I just get so frustrated. And then the means of... You know, you can, as everybody's seen, you can smoke it, you can eat it. People try it with topical creams and all that. And it's, it's like, there's just no information out there. So it'd be nice to be able to have, but yet freely do the studies that they need to do on this. This fucking doctor that gave me a prescription for 900 oxy. I am supposed to just take it in, get my oxy walk out, start taking them. Mm-hmm. That's that. Totally legal. And that to me is such a huge waste Well, look at Cedarburg. I mean, Cedarburg has such a huge issue. And I don't know what the current stats are on it. Cedarburg is where long, we live. That's our right. city. Um, 10,000 people, small little community. It's a, it's a small community. It's a pretty affluent community. And there is a very large uh, heroin problem here. And I, I don't know if it's gotten better over the years. I know for a long time. Um, I mean, even when before Brandon and I met my one of my roommates in college was from Cedarburg. And she had told me, and, you know, she came from a good family and everything. And um, she said she had a couple of friends, um, one who died of a heroin o- overdose. And I, when she told me that, I was like, what are you talking like where are you from like what kind of yeah crazy like i'm picturing you know something like from the movie from the show shameless like this like crazy drug town and low lives everywhere and everything and and it's like no it's a really quiet beautiful quaint normal you know i remember um and i get i have to be super cautious what i say here when i was on the fire department um we would go I remember specifically um, some of the houses that we would go to for incidents. And I mean, you know, you're sitting there looking at it, not being in an ambulance, you would be saying, God, that must be amazing. Like to live there. Wow. Mm -hmm. 
Like they're probably, this is probably one of five houses they have around the, and, um, uh, I remember, a, an incident where a young child was unresponsive and, um, the, the dad was adamant that there were no drugs in the child's system, but he had ADD, mm-hmm. which is what I also, well, Somebody were, claimed I had diagnosed with as a child. I was yeah. in in ninety one. I was and I was put on all those stupid Adderall and Ritalin and everything like that. Anyway, and <laughs> I mean, you you really have to be understanding of what's going through a parent's head. Seeing like your child unresponsive, having to call an ambulance. It turned out he had a lot in him, and I'm glad I wasn't there for having to tell the you know, the legal guardian that, but that's super scary mm-hmm. that it's like, again, how do you put cannabis in the same conversation? The on cannabis, it's like, from what I remember learning a long time ago is like you would, <clears throat> I mean, I guess if there was like edibles, yeah, you could probably, um, technically overdose if you it's really hard but yeah it's really hard that's like overdosing on tylenol of effort and like like from you could overdose on potatoes faster than what you're gonna probably (laughs) right like it's it's not yeah i don't know the part of my website i have not gone into that and i'm really curious to see you know those numbers there but it's just, you know, to have something be a Schedule One drug, which is what it is in America, mm-hmm. federally, um, it's as addictive as heroin, um, cocaine, meth, and it shows zero signs of medicinal use. That is a qualifications for a Schedule One drug. And why cannabis is more? 900 Oxycontin. Yeah. 900 Oxycontin, and you're going to tell me, you're going to fucking tell me that that has more medicinal use and is less addicting? Mm-hmm. That's insane. And it's crazy because it's like there are times and places for Fucking hypocrites. Like that, yes. The family that came up with Oxy, they got be. put on trial and yeah. they all got let go, of course. But knowing how addictive it is and that they were pushing their sales, they... They fraudulent, fraudulently um, doctored the papers to show it was less addictive than what it actually it was. was. Yeah. And I mean, just imagine coming up with oxy, you know, oxycotton, and you, you yeah, you're going to be a billionaire without question. But you also can change the world for the better. Right. No, you would be a millionaire if you change the world for a better. If you did what they did. You're a billionaire. You're a billionaire. Multi-billionaire. And you are uh, the state senator that... The most powerful drug dealers on yeah, the planet. The state senator that was um, talking to him at their... That's right. Hearing. The trial. Yeah. He said, uh, without a doubt, you are the most evil family on this earth. Yeah. That's insane. That you had a politician say that to you. Yeah. And it wasn't Bernie Sanders. Oh, <laughs> you had a, probably an evil sellout douche. I don't know. He could be a really nice person, but say, let's not say yeah, that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. anyway, so you're you're treating your anxiety and your depression um, with Zoloft, yeah, and you I are mean, expecting a baby. So we we definitely talked 
for many weeks about the pros and cons yeah. of and it's and everybody has has told me and I've I've heard from a lot of good sources that Zoloft is extremely safe to take during pregnancy and you're on a very especially, low dose. I'm on a low dose and especially during um further along in the pregnancy, you know, the, uh, the things are fairly well developed at this point. And, and even if I had taken it from the beginning, it's very safe, which is great. And it's, it's good that there are things out there for people because dealing with depression, um, and having that in addition to carrying a child is, is highly stressful and, and, and then we should have to go through that and without help. You know, and it does come back to uh, the farm. Mm -hmm. We 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 do not live a conventional lifestyle, and you know it was awesome today. I was plowing like eighteen inches of snow, and um, uh, baby Ruth came running out and was running around the paddocks, uh, just sprinting, sprinting around there, and it was awesome. It was just so cool to see. Those moments are very, very uplifting and and reassuring Mm -hmm. of what we do and why we're doing it. And um, knowing that he would be uh, in somebody's stomach right now. So, but you don't remember those times all the time. It's like when you get frustrated with your kid, you don't remember all those happy times. You're just frustrated at that moment. And, you know, Zoloff is able to help regulate that. And the possible side effects of it are way minuscule compared yeah. to the side effects and of untreating anxiety right. and depression for you and the baby. Yeah, and I think, and and it's one that I've known. Ooh, cappuccino it, jelly bean. It's um, it's something that I've spent. No bubbles. How's it going? Uh, I've been on it. I mean, I've I've gone on it since I was in middle school. So I know that it works for me. I know that, you know, my brain likes it. It tolerates it. And um, so it was, it was a nice, easy, easy decision for me to go on. And I feel great. I mean, I right now yeah. it's early on where I wouldn't feel the full effects. But I, you know, I think even just the placebo effect of knowing that, like, okay, I'm good now. Like, I, yeah, I, it's I not a short term fix without no, question. No, so. And it's, you know, I would even say when when I was on it, um, I was, I was on the lowest dose possible. It's hard to really say. I think for you, you had a lot of you, it was a lot of stress with becoming a stay at home parent. And I think that was when, when I noticed, and that's when I kind of went to, and I said, I think you're, you're depressed or anxious or something. And, um, but it was going from, um, being a paid employee to being yeah. a stay-at-home parent. And there's a lot that goes into that for anybody. Mentally, yeah. And, and a lot of stresses and a lot of, you know, it's, it's they say, you know, it's like being a stay-at-home parent is a thankless job. And I, I try to show my gratitude as much as possible, but it is one of those things where it's like, yeah, you're taking care of a child all day that's not going to be necessarily giving you a progress report and right. not they're not giving you a paycheck. They're just going to on the floor and then throw noodles <laughs> out the wall. So <laughs> not my kid. He's pooping in the toilet, thank God. Yeah. The last time I cleaned that goddamn diaper was the happiest day. I hope I never have to do it again. And I know we got one coming, but 
We started potty training at like about three months. Well, we did elimination communication, yeah. which is like separate from potty training, but it helps them it's get like pre- ready for yeah. it. Yeah. He's not afraid of sitting on the yeah, toilet. It, it, and It actually like relieves a lot of stress from the kids. Like a lot of people, I think, assume like, well, that's not good for the kid because that's putting too much pressure on them. It's like, no, it actually just made it normal to be on the toilet. I would say. It's not scary at all for him. He gets. We, <laughs> so we were outside. He was insistent on, you know, playing outside, which is awesome. We're outside, and some of these snow banks that I've made are 20, 20 feet the- wide, 40 feet long, and they are easily 10 feet tall. Like, you can barely see the barn right now. Yeah, it's, so it's crazy. ginormous snow banks. And um, uh, he just stopped. He goes, Papa, I got pee. <laughs> I said, all right, buddy, you want to pee out here? Well, he's got 300 layers on. So we get them all down. And he's peeing in the snow. And he's like, Papa, lines. I said, that's right, buddy. So he was really happy. to. That's awesome. He's, you know, so he's going to be three in a month mm-hmm. and a little bit less. And I would say he's fully potty trained. He's doing, I was just thinking about that this morning that knock on wood, yeah. he's been, um, I don't remember the last time he's had a, an no. accident. So when was the last time he pooped for you? Boy, this is a really, well, okay, yeah, we're well, changing okay. topics here. Yeah, let's, let's get back. <laughs> this is a Auto Farm Sanctuary podcast, not a, a talk when about When did your poop. kid poop last? Um, All right, so depression and anxiety, though, that definitely comes, I think, I mean, I don't know any other sanctuary farm sanctuary people um mm-hmm. that have come to me and said that they have it but i would say it comes almost been. hand in hand with volunteering with farm sanctuaries uh, it can be very difficult um a, lo- a lot i think business owners um parents new parents poor parents which we are very poor um those are all very valid reasons to have anxiety and depression in your life. And uh, it's it's cool that We've it's talked about. Trifecta going. Yeah. So you had, you know what? Theory. Oh, shit. We're okay. Uh-oh. We got to get the songs going. Yeah. We're eight minutes past our, oh, no. our ad read. People All right. Get so upset. So, how can people? Oh, I got something. I'll start mm. off. Um, I'm working on the website, trying to find a way to get shirts and sweatshirts and, you know, mugs, ornaments, get get our shop all made in America, get our shop up and running. We need low inventory. We can talk about that later, actually. Um, but we're, you know what? We'll talk about that, too. I'll add that in show notes. So how can people help, Alyssa? Uh, well, they still take we're, we've been getting a lot of volunteers lately we can still always use more especially in the winter months um it can be harder to get out here uh so any help is always appreciated um we've been having uh weekly five dollar fridays or this week was a six dollar saturday which we did um, awesome with yeah and thank you all to who, who all donated and thank you to bethany our volunteer that set that up absolutely I'm sure she had some people helping her, too, from time to time with that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we can, yeah, it it helps with getting all of our our daily expenses covered, which is a lot. And the volunteers, we got a volunteer outside right now. So we can do the podcast. So we can get this podcast going and talk about our baby's poops. Yes, 
Uh, what else? Amazon. Uh, you can buy stuff. Can... Everybody buys stuff on Amazon. Don't you dare tell me you don't buy stuff on Amazon. Go to hell if you think you don't. Oh, no, All right. No. All you got to do is amazonsmile.amazon.com slash amazonsmile dot autumnfarm.podcast and you'll get a 50% off smile.amazon.com you can met, when they ask you who you want to be supporting you can ask to support us autumn farm sanctuary and every time you make a purchase it'll automatically send a portion the next of that purchase to us it does not cost you any more and next time that. you want to buy 83 you pairs have to use smile.amazon.com yes. for the purchase though you can't use the app Right, and if you want to get 38 pairs of tube socks, I tell you what, get 35 pairs, take those out of the three, throw that money our way. Just go to our website or Facebook or Instagram and hit the donate button. Mm, I don't know if there's one on Instagram. I don't know how that works. Oh, fuck you, Instagram. Well, there it might be one. I don't know. Oh, thank you, Instagram. Um, but we do have, um, yeah, there's, there's um, um, For sure. Places. Yeah. You can, we have Venmo, we have Cash App, we have a website. We've got, we got lots of ways that you can give us money. Mm-hmm. If you don't have any money, that's cool too. You can, um, and if you don't, if you're not able to volunteer, spread the word. Share, post, yeah. do fundraiser, do a, a You worked hard for your money. Why should you give it to anybody? Yeah, you keep do, that money yourself. Do a fundraiser on Facebook and tag people in it and ask them to give the money. Right. And you get the credit. And we get the donation. Set up one of those offshore uh, accounts for us and put out like a million bucks in it. Yeah. Just come on. If you want to do that, that's fine. Yeah. A shell account. I don't that know what that is. What does that mean? Offshore. A shell? I don't know. I'm just. It's going to be a lot I'm talking more. stupid. Yeah. Just give us money. But uh, we'll just be vegan. Yes. Be good to animals. I am in talks with PETA oh, right okay. now. Actually, about uh, getting some uh, vegan literature out in the barn. Uh, oh. Vegan recipes. They've got like a newsletter. Yeah, and some masks. The, the, the PETA mask they says really tofu never caused a pandemic. Although we did. Yeah. That it was not meat based, yeah. unfortunately, but most of them have been. Yes. Swine Very flu, bird flu, so. and SARS, I believe. Which they haven't even proven or disproven. All right, what else? Um, buy soap. You can you can go to <laughs> buy soap. Good one, Alyssa. So buy helpful. Perennialsoaps.com. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, I'll circle back to that in a bit. Uh, I think that's that's good. Oh, we actually got it all done. Um, trying to think if there was anything else. If you're interested in helping out behind the scenes, we've got fundraising, fundraising going on, fundraising committees, this stuff, that stuff. Yeah, we have a meeting for all the that. Okay, committee. we're done with that oh, now. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. So, um, I'm gonna try to keep things moving here. Before you're talking a little bit about mm-hmm. Jean Lord, she's we've talked about her before. She's Great. locally, uh, she's she's the Jean Bauer. Of our regional yeah. wildlife rehabilitation. Yeah. Uh very inspirational. And I, I've said it before, I'll I'll say it again. It's been probably a year or so. So my story with her is I would have been at Thorson Elementary mm-hmm. in uh, old 
God, I don't know, second grade, third grade, 10th grade. No, I was young. And she came into the class and she said, we've got, you know, a raccoon and an eagle and a hawk and a snake, you know, just brought in like some wildlife animals. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, I get choked up just thinking about it. Um, she said, does anybody, can anybody help me carry these out to her car? And of course I raised my hand. I have no idea who this person was, but I was going to go with them and get in their car with her. <laughs> There's nothing I would follow this woman anywhere. I'm super excited. And she chose me. I mean, come on. She saw like the potential, obviously. Yeah. And, and um, walked out a carrier. Could have been empty. Don't know. <laughs> uh, to her car with her and helped her put them in her car. And it, Jesus, Goliath, you just stepped on my foot and broke my foot. Um, and uh, yeah, I, that that's the end of that the memory. And um, it was really inspirational to see somebody normal doing something so amazing. Mm-hmm. This isn't somebody on TV anymore. This is somebody right here. So fast forward 20 years later, we 30 years later or whatever, and we got in contact with her and said, you're a huge inspiration to us. And to me specifically, Mm -hmm. and here's what we're going to do. And she sat us down and talked to us about starting a rescue and rehabilitating. Teaching us to say no, teaching us to take time for ourselves. And that's what you had mentioned earlier. Yeah. Her best words of advice. Do you want to go take it away? Uh, She talked about having a glass of wine. Yeah. Having, you know, for her and her husband, it was always, they would have a glass of wine together once a week. And that was their guaranteed time just for themselves not thinking about rescuing animals not thinking about what they needed to do not thinking about bills not thinking about anything just enjoying each other's company and so we we try to do that um and it's it's a hard thing for anybody to do i think we all get especially when you're pregnant well yeah i don't drink wine right now (laughs) and we don't have any wine and we don't have money for wine we uh but we we have soda yeah, we, we have we'll homemade watch, sodas. You know, we'll we'll watch a, a show together. Yeah. We'll have our coffee together in the morning. Um, Cuddle you know, all the have, time. Yeah, hugs and we kisses. Have those moments. Take advantage of, of the moments when we can. Um, so uh, having that time to yourself, mm-hmm. which you had talked about earlier, is super, super mm-hmm. important. We had somebody recently contact us about how to start a farm sanctuary. And... Um, I mean, it's, that's why we did this podcast. It's like there's hundreds and hundreds of hours of advice we could give to you. And yeah. I guess if I had to come up with like the one thing would be time for yourself. I think that's it. Yeah. Because even if you have a million dollars, which this particular person sounded like he did, um, at least he, he donated a, a very... Uh, generous check to us you're still gonna get burnt out yeah it, it you know, takes... you're gonna get burnt out with even if you john stewart level have somebody coming to you saying mr stewart i i don't know maybe this is how it happens this is how i pretend it happens mr stewart a chicken got a injured feather today <laughs> five minutes later mr stewart there's bedding that is just like bugging him with every little tiny mm-hmm. detail it's gonna burn you out yeah. It's going to burn you out. If you don't have that time for yourself, 
I don't think you're going to make it. Yeah. Although I will say I, I have a feeling as much as he's a cool guy, I don't think. Cool John's, guy. <laughs> I don't think that John Stewart does. Uh, I think he has people to take care of all those little things for him. And he gets to just enjoy the animals is my assumption. I could be wrong. Yeah. I oh. don't know. So um, then we talked a little bit about phone dependence. And again, mm. I'm just trying to wrap this all up from like three weeks, two right, weeks ago. Right, right. Yeah. So you've gotten better with your phone. I'm amazing with my phone. I am almost so good with my phone. Kind of not good because people will message yeah, me. You, you got to have a balance because you ignore people a lot. And no, I don't ignore them. It's just if they're not important, don't. I don't talk to them. Oh. Yeah. No, if 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 I like if I don't I text you and you don't respond at all, right? Because I don't need you. Yeah. So why am I going to check that? I'm going to cut off your allowance. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You you're sometimes a hard person to get a hold of because you don't have your phone. Which, I'm I'm trying to get better at. Yeah. You know, um, I put out a message on our fundraising committee on Facebook Messenger. Mm-hmm. We use that, and I put out a message saying, "Hey." kind of fundraising-esque that I want to develop the website into selling shirts and t-shirts and yeah, all that. Yeah, we need, we need to figure that shit out. And now I know I have to go on there, check mm-hmm. responses, and respond to those responses. Mm-hmm. And that's where that's to do. I get frustrated because I'm putting it out there for social media and getting some input but my fear is that it overtakes everything and we spend hours and hours talking. It's like, that's, that's not what I'd wanted. So I don't say anything, but I'm trying to get better at finding the time. Not while I'm with Harry. I refuse to do that stuff with Harry. Mm-hmm. Taking the time, usually it's before 5.30 in the morning. And then at night, you know, after 8.30 when we go to bed, to like just check, briefly read, short responses, mm-hmm. keep engaged. That's called life. It sucks. You got to do it. But right, you were on the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah, I was checking constantly and I, I didn't like, you know, if somebody texted me, I would be on it right away and, yeah. and not wanting which is to disappoint. Which is awesome if you're... It's good if that know, was my full-time paid job yes. but these are all things that don't i mean or if you didn't have harry if you didn't have mm-hmm. a farm that you had to go out there and it can take be a shift for the the balance of and i do you know i have my my phone out for me right now because um we have our our volunteers here and if there is an emergency yeah. if she says oh my gosh you know and there's Alice been Cooper so many bleeding. times. There has been so many times. Then it's like, okay, I got to pause. We're going to leave. You know, and that's, yeah, that's definitely happened. That happened last week or so. Not this past weekend, but the weekend before, Erin, our volunteer coordinator, called me. And she said, hey, Al- uh, Annabelle's ear is bleeding really bad. We oh, still yeah. don't know about that. We don't that. know what she did. She's in heat, so she's being crazy. So she... And she's kind of a dick. She didn't really seem bothered at all. <laughs> Annabelle's <laughs> a, a little turd. Ear. I don't know how she had it. She didn't seem upset, and it's fine now. But, you know, if somebody sees that, but it's like, I don't know when she says that. I don't know if that means that 
She has a ruptured eardrum and the inside of her ear is bleeding. Did she have a head trauma? And yeah, thank you. And the signs of infection and all that. But that's, I think, where you're getting better and better and better at, you know, not avoiding, Mm -hmm. but balancing that Harry's going to grow up seeing your phone in front of your face. And that's not what right. you want. And um, I'm going to lose all the volunteers because I never respond to any of them. <laughs> that's not what I want. Right. So you have to find that balance. And isn't that true with anything in life, though? We were just talking about cannabis earlier. It's not about having nonstop cannabis 24-7 or a glass of wine every single day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. Why can you not balance it? And as much as I absolutely hate the idea of eating meat it's the only thing that meat eaters can legitimately fall back on and say well you just have to do everything in moderation it's like true i mean we're obviously not talking morals and ethics at that point right. you're concerned about your own personal health right. but it's true everything in moderation don't go shopping every day go shopping every now and then yeah you know um okay so we're moving along. We're actually doing really good on time. I am so good at doing this when we're not talking about baby poops. Mm-hmm. All right. Are we there? Yes, we are. We are back. For, I think this will be our fourth time trying to finish a podcast. This might be our new record. Four. four. Yeah. yeah. We're on four. I do have Minga on my lap, our little kitty puss. And she has <laughs> a little cone on her face. Is your weird scratching? The cone of shame, and she is pushing a thousand buttons. And anyway, <laughs> so I went on a huge rant um, about. Oh, let me get my levels up there. Here we go. Uh, I went on a shipping. Yeah, shipping ship shippers shipping ships. It was eight minutes long. I asked you a dozen times, should we rewind it? Is this good? This isn't even good banter. You're bored. And you're like, no, keep it. Are you sure? I think we should just rewind it. And just re-record this. No, let's keep it. <laughs> Okay, Minga. I think that your anyway. ranting ha- caused somewhat of a ketamine effect on me. And I was just so in my own world of... As you usually are that- <laughs> while I talk anyway. So, okay. What I'm getting down to, and I did contact Shaky Hands um, Printing, and they're going to help us out. We sent them our logo, it, and we talked to uh, the fundraising committee. We actually had a meeting with them, I don't know, a night or two ago. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, I, I, I really, for, for six years, I've really thought like this, that we need to have website sales committee. Just put it out there. Again, this is for, this podcast is for how to do a farm sanctuary. This is how you, how you ask for help. Really, really organize and do it yourself yeah. but that's hard uh but just i can't i'm trying to figure it out because there's you know what it comes down to is the squarespace who hosts our website sends us an email saying hey you got a an order mm-hmm. and that's where you got to get a shipping company you got to get a boxing okay. company got to get a stamps company Sweetie pie. i'm summing it up okay. just calm okay. the fuck down <laughs> You I have to understand that there's there's four companies that go into getting you your goddamn products, and that's insane. 
that's a lot of work. So, yeah. and that's not even getting the goddamn shirt from the company. It's like, it's a lot of work. So the committee said, well, um, what if Bethany mentioned, like, mm-hmm. she's amazing. She said, talk to Shaking Hands and ask them, how do bands do it? Like a rock and small, roll band, you know. Other small companies that yeah. may not necessarily have a lot of money up front. And- we, we can't even, we could tie up, I would say, three to five hundred dollars. I'll throw in for that. To get a good line processed of shirts and sweatshirts and everything, you can get them made in China crap, which we are not doing. All of our stuff is made in America. I, I, I'm willing to expand to, you know, fair trade con- countries, but um, Germany, France, Italy. Um, sure. Yeah. Anyway, but you're $5,000 in the hole. That's just sitting in a closet, taking up space. By the time you get boxes and you get the stupid, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll keep you guys posted. So I'm really Our excited. It'll be nice. I buy some merch, guys. Well, not, not yet. Yeah, we don't have merch. No, but it's it's. I, I'm anxious. I'm I'm really anxious to uh, to get that going. Mm-hmm. We've sent them our logo, and I even said <laughs> for six years here, eighteen years working for my dad's company. Do not ask me for the DPI of an image with a downloaded spectrometer on the Google. Well, we got it and we gave it to him. No, we didn't. I specifically said, don't ask me for that. And if you were listening to the podcast that I literally am recording right now, you would have heard, oh, yeah, okay. So let's put on our listening ears. Huh. Everybody take off your talking ears. What? Put on your listening ears. I specifically said to Quinn at Shaky Hands, I said, I I." Don't know what any of that means. Please do not ask me. Stop. I hate when uh, a newspaper will say, hey, you know, do you have your logo here? Oh, do you have it in a 1040 by 380 dot 780 ti pidi? I could draw a picture of it, take a picture with my phone. (laughs) So Quinn specifically said, you do not have to worry about any of that. Quinn loves working on that stuff. That's Quinn's deal. We're good to go. We got a minute and a half left. Okay. So, so I'm really let's excited move on about that. To new stuff. Well, well maybe not new we, stuff. Yeah, we have less than a minute and a half now. So, okay. We'll we'll work on the. We'll we're gonna start doing the next later. But <laughs> I'm done talking. Apparently, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I've had to listen to so much talking about shirts. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know what? Done. The fucking listeners have only had to listen to about two minutes of it you call them fucking listeners because you're that agitating me rude you're rude i love hi ma'am ma'am please ma'am i think our listeners are wonderful don't go I, to your phone i had a voicemail mm, cool um so it's gonna be really cold this weekend it's gonna be at negative 37 oh yeah it's gonna be i mean a donut by the way it's well good now i can talk <laughs> <laughs> i hate you um, yeah, so we, um, uh, I was chatting with my, my little friend group of sanctuary owners and, um, uh, Rahana at George's place, they use, uh, oil radiators in their, in their barn for their birds. And they're actually very safe. I found out I was, whose who soda is this? That's yours. I brought it in here. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm, no problem. Love ya. And, uh, uh, so we have those in our, our feed room and it does work quite well 
Uh, we didn't have it in the barn because I guess we just didn't really think about it. And we you know had what? The, the cozy We're, we got 13 minutes left. We're going to have this be a uh, preview for the next, the next one. Well, we'll talk about what happens next to oh. So, yeah, next week, tune in when we talk about how cold it's going to be or how cold it was. But uh, we got some radiators. Think you can... We had a, a nice donation come in recently, so we were able to buy a couple of them. For we're the going to talk more about this and... coming up on the next episode. It's cold outside. Okay. I am in charge of this podcast. Ready? And we, we still don't know how to do this without just quietly putting down everything and leaving the room. So that's true. You'll probably hear us chit chatting, flushing a toilet in the background. (laughs) I can bring. There we go. There's Harry. That seems right. (laughs) I. (laughs) Yeah. I'll listen to this. (laughs) I could do this all day. All right. It still is going. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. I try to be humble. I try to be kind. You know me. I know you. And there's nothing to hide. I try to be tried. I try to be true No matter what I try to do I mean